Hello, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls. It's Jack Fitzpatrick here. Special finals edition of Fitz and Chips underway. Unfortunately, there's uh, a big game of footy to come this week, so my co-host Chips is not here, but we've replaced him with a very special, uh, another form of Chips, who, to be quite frank, will probably offer a lot more value to the show, um, and the IQ levels are probably the same, if I'm being honest. So instead of having Chip this week, uh, we've got a very special guest. Uh, we're talking with none other uh, than our great president, Jeff Kennett. How are you, Jeff? Fitz, I'm just so excited to be here. Thank you very much for coming very on. Very excited, yes. I thought it was very fitting that we had the Honourable Jeff Kennett and the Dishonourable Jack Fitzpatrick yes, pairing well, together. Yes, you well, know, if the cap fits, wear it. That's <laughs> what they say. Exactly right. So you might be on trial and you might actually replace Chips going I doubt forward. It. If... I doubt it. Uh, he brings a lot more to your audience than I do. Uh, well, that remains to be seen. We might get some feedback from the fans <laughs> uh, throughout the week on that. So we, did, we didn't cross paths during the time at my club. I was only there for two years, so we did only meet about 15 minutes ago now where... Very well, kind of you to offer up your house. You what, sorry? Very kind of you to offer up your house to do the, do the house, recording. House, it's not my the, house. The office, I this should say. This is the office, The office, please. I should say. Please. To do the yes. recording. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we start each week. We discuss the previous game. Um, so, you know, obviously we talk to Chips and whoever the special guest um, is as a player, they talk from it from a player's point of view. But, oh, right. Um, you know, myself and, and yourself, we're both fans these days, so I thought we'd get your point of view as, as a fan. What were your thoughts? Well, I'm happy to move on to next week's game, to be quite <laughs> honest. Uh, there's not much point dwelling on the past, is there? It no, was, that's a good point. It, it wasn't a good game. Uh, we held on for the first half, and then we were, then we were comprehensively smashed. Yep. Uh, so... Luckily, we've got two chances, Friday nights, the next game. Yep, and and we do play a very impressive Melbourne side who, who we were do. good on the weekend. Yes, they were impressive, and uh, they've got their tails up, and you can understand that. It's been so long since they've played in finals, but more importantly, uh, since they've held up the silverware. So they're fired up, they're keen. Uh, but I can't believe we'll play as badly as we did last weekend. Yeah, well... And I think the other factor might be, from what I'm hearing in terms of the weather, that it'll be a fairly warm day on Friday, and therefore it's less likely that there'll be dew and moisture on the ground. One of the things I didn't like about last weekend, but it affected both teams equally, was when you're playing on a surface that is wet or got dew on it, a lot of slipping and sliding, and I don't think it's always necessarily the best spectacle but that's not to take away from Richmond they deserve their win but I hope the ground this uh, Friday night will be will, will be I second that I second that for sure uh, during the game um, as a fan as a spectator what do you like are you nervous no never nervous no not, not nervous in fact I'm surprised I stay awake for the length of the game to be quite <laughs> honest of course I'm bloody nervous uh, nervous I don't know if nervous I'm excited I, I don't know if it's nervous you're excited you like to get involved. I said to Ian Dicker last weekend, who was my predecessor my first time as uh, president of the club, and he was sitting in front of me on Friday, and I said uh, on Thursday night, I said Ian, how is it you always sit so calmly during a game? And he does. He just sits there very very calmly. I can see him moving from side to side etc, etc, but I tend to be a little more emotional than that. Yes. And I think Ian's style is probably better than mine. Yes, no, and I think, you know, you and Eddie Maguire are probably the two presidents or spectators that get shown during a game. More well, he's than... appalling, isn't he? Just appalling. 
His performance uh, over the weekend, God, it was shocking. Okay. Uh, absolutely appalling. But, you know, it's probably understandable. He's yeah. Collingwood. Cool. And he's, he's bought in. He's bought, he's bought into the team. And I love that honesty. Absolutely. Oh, yes, Keep yes, that yes. coming for the remainder of the show, please, Jeff. Thank you very much. Um, and moving on just from the AFL boys, we, we do have three teams in the moment, all in the hunt for a premiership. Uh, we've got the VFL boys who are in a preliminary final this weekend, and we've also got the uh, VFL women's who uh, have got the week off and are into the grand final. So how exciting uh, from a whole club point of view to have all three teams still alive at this stage of the season? Well, I think it's a great credit to the players, and I think it's a great credit to the coaches, and I think it's a great credit to our administration. I always say if you're going to be successful in life, you've got to be strong from the top to the bottom. And We've got good administrators in the club, and we have very good coaches and very good players. Uh, so this is quite an unusual situation to be sitting here talking to you on whatever day it is, Wednesday, and our three football teams are all in finals. That's an extraordinary credit to all of those involved. And I've been and I've watched the uh, VFLW team. Uh, they're very exciting to watch. Yep. They're very appreciative of the opportunity to play. Uh, so we're one club and three football teams but we've also got a relationship with a netball team and they've already won their premierships already won we've now got a situation where we've got one premiership under our belt and uh, we've got three in the offering if we're good enough yep Uh, the boys uh, the VFL team are playing exceptionally well yeah again I've seen both of their finals the first one was an absolute ripper because it was a draw at the end of time and then we had to do five minutes each way it was an extraordinary, extraordinary effort. Uh, last week we were a little more competent and we beat Geelong, which is always very upsetting. Uh, <laughs> but we won quite comfortably. I think it was 11 points. Uh, you know, one point against Geelong is always good. Yep. Uh, so this week they're playing Williamstown. As you say, the women's team have this weekend off. So we have Friday night with our AFL team. We have Sunday with our uh, VFL team out at uh, Port Melbourne ground at 210. Uh, and then the week after, with a bit of luck, we might have three teams playing for two premierships and one prelim. Very exciting times. And you did mention the Geelong game, which is a very good segue into the idea of rivalries. Uh, and it was towards the end of the season where uh, consecutive weeks uh, we were able to knock off both the Bombers and Geelong. Uh, and I can imagine that that would have been a terrible fortnight for you, betting both of those teams. No, no, I enjoy it thoroughly. Um, <laughs> but I think they're different. So when you play Essendon, the line in the sand game, etc., etc., that's always tough and it's physical and it's there's not much as obvious respect between the two clubs as there is between Geelong and Hawthorne. And Geelong and Hawthorne have a very good relationship. I mean, you've got to remember when they were in real trouble years ago, we gave them Gary Ablett. He was playing with <laughs> us. So we went, we bent over backwards to help them rebuild. Just out of the goodness uh, of our own hearts. Out of the goodness of our own hearts. So we're there to serve. Uh, but there's been good relationships between the presidents of the club and the CEOs of the club. And we've borrowed a couple of their executives to head up uh, our administration from time to time. So I think Geelong and Hawthorne best mirror each other's set of values, uh, the way in which they go about their business. So when we play Geelong, I always want to beat them, uh, but I never want to beat them by that much. I just want to, one point is yeah. always a good win to me. <laughs> yeah, uh, any win's a good win. Yes, yes, yes. But it's different from Essendon. Essendon's tougher, meaner. Geelong is 
a hard-fought game, but there's a difference there in how I approach it. Okay, so you think as a fan, um, there'd be more of a hatred, for want of a better word, Oh, no, no, we don't. Hatred, hatred's a shocking word. You can't use Or a hatred. strong dislike? Uh, no, not even. It, um, it's, it's, a, it's a more rugged form of competitiveness. Yeah. Uh, when we play Geelong... You know, neither side is going to give up till the fat lady sings. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, that's been the case for years now. I mean, most of our games have been won or lost within a within a goal, six yes. points. Yeah, so it's very exciting. Yeah, absolutely agree with it's you. On a, that. It's a great sadness that they're not participating in the finals this year. <laughs> Would have been nice to get another chance for Isaac to have oh, another shot after the siren. That's a yeah, thank God. <laughs> um, I'm going to move on to fashion a little yes. bit now. Jim. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, Something I'm. Highly qualified to talk well about. Well-versed and highly qualified to talk about. Um, the famous Hawthorne shoes and the brown and gold jacket. So, yes. Um, my background, a lot of listeners will know, I'm not sure you know yourself, I was a fanatical Hawthorne supporter growing up. So you coming over and taking over the presidency, uh, I was you know year eight, year nine, year ten. It was I was perfect age just to be fanatical. And the brown and gold jacket, and I believe um, you got eight, the best player from every win to sign the jacket. Is that correct? I can't remember. <laughs> I'm having trouble remembering what I did yesterday, let alone Good 2008. Point. Yes. Um, so fa- fashion hawks-wise, you actually might have put out a tweet last night to Matthew Lloyd as well about <laughs> some clothes you were wearing at the VFL game, which you'll care to elaborate. Well, I've, I'm very proud of brown and gold. Uh, and as you might have seen recently, we've had an away strip that has been white, which I've banned, thrown mm-hmm. into the trash can. I mean, that to me is the colour of surrender. Yep. We never surrender. Do you understand? We never, ever surrender. And secondly, we've worn a pink top, which is in support of breast cancer, which is a great cause, and we're happy to keep supporting it. But they're not our colours. Our yes. colours are brown and gold, and I'm very proud of them. So I do have a range of product right. <laughs> clothes that I wear. So at the VFL uh, game last weekend, I wore a gold pair of pants and a brown pair of uh, R.M. Williams and a brown leather jacket. Right. And that attracted some attention. And, of course, dear old Lloydie, uh, I didn't see it, but a number of people have spoken to me about it, so I'm not quite sure what he said, had a bit of a go at me right. over my, my style. But I just say to these people, and I say to people like Lloydie and all these other commentators, you have a look at them. Most of the time, they're stereotype. Yes. They all wear brown or they all wear black. There's no colour. Mm-hmm. Now, my closest friend, Carolyn Wilson, on the uh, Footy Classified show, she's always in different coloured outfits. Yes. There's a bit of colour and life about Carolyn. But Lloydie and those others, they're all just so typically boringly male. Yes. And so, therefore, I try and dress for the occasion. Okay. Uh, and I'm very proud of, as I say, brown and gold. And I wear brown and gold whenever I can to football matches. And I've just been talking about our new suits for the men, which will be we've a year behind in all of these things. They're going to be dark brown. Okay. Uh, there's going to be a few changes in terms of our apparel. So, you know, good luck to Lloydie. <laughs> love him dearly. But he's boring. He's just boring. <laughs> I like. I well, love. I, I mean, you've got to. What's the point of wearing brown and gold if you're not proud of them? Good point. Good point. Good. Where, where Good. do you get your brown and gold clothes from? Oh, it's very hard to source them. I can tell you, that's very. <laughs> they're very not the most hard. common colours. No, 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 no. And, and they're difficult colours, and they're difficult colours for women to wear too, because mm-hmm. they're. 
But that's the challenge, to make outfits for women in brown and gold and additives to their basic uniform or clothing. And the same for men, brown and gold. It's why my shoes are so successful, because yes. people just love them. Just like, and they've been loving them for years. Yeah. And I've got something coming up on my shoes, but I can't tell you about them. Oh, here we go. Yes, a little could, teaser for the fans listening. It could be a very major story, but I can't tell you here, I'm afraid. It's confidential. Okay, that's fine. Well, we, we've got some form of an exclusive on Fits and Chips. We just you haven't got have the, the just full wait, story. Just wait until the news breaks. I, I look forward to it very much. It won't be before the end of the year. But hopefully it'll be something that'll rock your socks off in uh, 2019. <laughs> okay, well, there's one to look out for, absolutely. Looking forward to that. Um, moving on to yourself and... Yourself. Uh, yourself. Oh, yourself or myself? Uh, yourself, yeah, yeah. Jeff. Um, a few mentions have been made before about your man cave at home. Yes, it's not at home. It's not at home? Your man no. cave is... Elsewhere. Elsewhere, yeah. right. It's a cave. Okay. You don't have caves at home. It's not you? an actual cave, I'm imagining. Well, you don't know, do you? <laughs> no, just I don't. At the moment you told me it was at my home, but it's not I'm just my reading It's the, a cave. Reading the sheet. If but... my, well, then, see, don't believe everything you read. Oh, it's trust a me very special, exclusive place. Right. Now, is it true that you invite all Hawthorne winning premiership teams to the cave? Yes, and next week... I will be inviting and hosting our netball team. Okay. They're coming around. The premiership winning netball the team? The premiership winning netball team. And it's appropriate that there'll be about 27 all up, I think, uh, 16 in the team and their coaches and administrators and a couple of hangers-ons. <laughs> uh, but it's appropriate in the sense that it's a women's team that gets the first silverware for the season for us. Yes. So it's very, very exciting. Okay. And I suppose then it's appropriate that we call it a cave and not a man cave as such. Well, there's a lot of talk about whether it should be called a man cave or a lady cave or a bat cave, uh, but I've always referred to it as a man cave. Okay. And while others are advising me that it's inappropriate to call it a man cave, yes, that's what it is. It's your little sanctuary. It's my sanctuary. In the unknown me, location. Me and my goldfish, that's right. Your goldfish, how many goldfish do you have? Oh, just enough to make up a team. <laughs> do, you, do you have names for them all? Absolutely. Who's your favourite? Fatty. 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 I can assume that he's a big He's a, a big boy. boy, yes, he's a big boy. <laughs> Is he the alpha In fact, I'm surprised that he's still alive because he's got <laughs> so back fat around the belly, I thought he would have exploded by now. Right. How big is the tank? No, oh, well, you, I, you, well, it's not a tank. It's outside. It's an in-ground pool. It's a, right. Okay, matching the cave, of course. Of course. Yes. Of course. That would make sense. It does. All right. Well, we've got enough about Fatty, so it's time to move into our weekly segment. Yes. Uh, which is called How Hawthorne Are You? Yes. So it's a trivia quiz. We've got 10 questions here. Oh. Normally I would get Chip to read the questions, but, but he can't he's be not here today. today. No, poor Chip. Um, although he has said about as much in today's show as he does in other shows. So. <laughs> what, he can't get a word? <laughs> no, he doesn't, surprisingly. And when he does, he just mumbles. You don't really <laughs> understand what he's talking about, Chip. Uh, so we have a bit of a scoreboard. Um, as I said, there's 10 questions. You have a minute to answer them all. Um, well, the lot, the, the ten lot. in a minute. Right, yes. I go ten quickly. In a minute. Well, I'm reading the rules first, and oh. then then we'll go. So, a score of zero is um, this is for the players normally, but it's you're not Hawthorne at all, and you have to clean out your locker and never come back to the club. Oh, that'd be difficult for me. Yeah, they've never given me a locker. Yeah, exactly right. So you might in fact, have. You've to... got no idea how badly a prison is treated. Is that so? Oh. God, I'm just an appendage. Is there, is there an appres- on the foot department, football department? That's all we are. Is there a president's association of some sort that you can? 
I don't know. There might be. It might be unionised, which is why I haven't been invited to join. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. Very good, Jeff. That's good. Very crisp. Um, so zero, zero, not Hawthorne all. One to three, um, you read as Hawthorne as Noel Horan. Now, if you don't know Noel Horan, he's a One Direction member who once put on uh, a jumper at a concert or something. Right. Uh, have you heard of Nile no, before? No, never. Do you know who One Direction are? No, never. They're a very trendy... Well, they've broken up now, I believe, but they were the big... Well, they're not that there. trendy, are they? Not anymore, they're right. not. Okay. Do you want to get on with these questions? <laughs> Four to seven, you're pretty Hawthorne, but you've got some work to do to reach Jack Fitzpatrick status. Oh. And eight plus, you're Jack Fitzpatrick, as Hawthorne as they come. So that's that's the scoreboard yes. at the moment. We've got Ruffy leading it on seven. Oh, Ruffy. Isaac, six. Birdo, Warps, five. Uh, Sarah Perkins is on four. Uh, Tommy Mitchell, four. Sis was a three. And I'll Chip... To, if you don't get on with this quickly, I'll be leaving this podcast <laughs> you, I guess. Well, Chip was a two out of ten. So right. the ticking will start at the end of the first question. You're welcome to pass. You can come back to oh, it. Thank but you so much. You have a minute. Are we ready to go, Matty? Okay. When did the Hawks join the VFL? 25. How many goals did Jack Fitzpatrick boot during his time at the Hawks? Uh, 42. No. What's how, many, a, how many was it? Three. What's the most games ever played by an individual Hawthorne player? Over 400 by uh, Mr. Tuck. I'll give it half. Who what leads do you mean Hawthorne's half? all-time goal It was 423, wasn't it? 426. Six, right. Oh, Who leads the all-time goal kicking tally? Who? The all-time goal kicking tally. Who leads it? For Hawthorne. Uh, uh, Jason Dunstall. Correct. Oh, you give to, me a four point. To the you? nearest 50, how many goals did Dunstall kick? Uh, 950. No. Which current Hawk celebrated uh, how many did he his kick? Uh, 1,254. That's what I said, 1,254. <laughs> Which current Hawk celebrated his 30th birthday this week? Uh, no idea. Ricky Henderson. Oh, that's right. Name Ricky. all five of Hawthorne's captains from 2000 onwards. Uh, going backwards. What? So going backwards, Ruffy, yep. Hodge, yep. Sam Mitchell, yep. Richie Vandenberg, yep. and Beef. Oh, there's the time. What was that? That's the bomb. The time. The oh, time's gone pathetic. off. <laughs> how pathetic! You've got to give, you've got to give margins for sort of experience, age, etc., etc. We et cetera, et cetera. we, uh, where we had uh, what did you get? One, two, you got three and a half. Oh, oh I just lost my audio. There we go. Pathetic. Three pathetic. and a half. Well, um, I th- I think I think that's worth a protest. I tell well, you what, I think it was very badly handled by you. If I might say that. Bit. <laughs> very poorly answered by you. I as thought well, I was I doing very for. well. Um, yeah. Well, you, you did just better. gave me half marks. I mean, well, I said Tucky was the bloody. And you go and give well, you me a half mark. Over 400. The question was, what's the most games ever? That, that's a range of 99. Goals. No. And in goal, Yeah, games. You said 423. So. I said over 400. What's yeah. wrong with that? Well, you gave me half a mark. That's not very specific. It's the last time you interviewed me. I you. <laughs> um, and for the goals, you, you were 300 off. So. Yeah, well, that's because I've, you know, my mind's going a little bit, you understand. Right. Fair enough. Um, there were three questions we didn't get to. I'm not interested in them. Okay, fair enough. Um, fair enough too. Uh, I've lost my sheet. <laughs> I've lost my sheet. Um, so you ended up with three and a half, I'll give you, which puts you, where does it put you on the leaderboard? Well, uh, Just above Sis, so you're third last at the moment. Well, Sis and I are fairly close. Very close. Very similar players. You and Sis, I'd imagine. Did mm. you play football? Oh, stunning. Who did you play for? I can't answer. That's confidential. <laughs> Come on, it's fits and no, chips. No, You're giving move it to on. the supporters. Well, no, so that's that's all we've got time for this week, Jeff. God, we've run out of time. We've we? run out of time. We've, we've spoken for two Well, can I say thank you very much? It's been an absolute pleasure. I hope Fitz comes back to you the next time you do this uh, extraordinary effort. 
Thank you. And uh, let's hope the best team wins on Friday night. We can only hope And so. then let's hope the following week. The best teams win. The best teams win again. We can only hope, which is... We will give a little bit of a plug for the game. So we've got Friday night, um, as you've met, as we've spoken, we play Melbourne, yes, MCG. You're very good. You know, um, yeah. Last, I did try and start last week that having played for both clubs, 24 games, no, 23 games for Melbourne. Well, well that's only worth half a point. For, you're missing it up. <laughs> it should be called the Jack Fitzpatrick Cup, I would have thought. <laughs> but uh, So I haven't heard anything back on presenting a trophy at this point in time, Amy. So there is still time. I'm available. I'll be watching the game, of course. So, uh, But no, so we do play the Ds. Potentially last game of the year if we don't play well. But uh, if we do, we're through to a prelim, oh, prelim on, final. Please. So but very exciting. Think positively. Always positive. I think our best is better than their best. So we should be able to win. Well, we haven't got long to wait. No, we? we don't. Two and days. And then on Sunday, we Sunday. have the BFL game down at Port Melbourne. Correct. 2.10. And who are we playing? We're playing Williamstown. Well done. Congratulations. And the last question I ask you yes. is on... The following weekend, our VFLW team play, Yes. and who will we be playing then? Well, we don't know because the teams have to win the prelim this yes, week. Yes, but who do you think it'll be? Collingwood? I think that might be right. I who think we, it'll be Who we beat last weekend. Yeah, we beat them just on the and weekend. And it will be the toughest game ever played ever in played. the VFLW if it's Hawthorne and Collingwood because those ladies don't like... I'm talking about the Collingwood girls. They don't like to lose. No, but well, nor do we. I was going to say our girls would like to lose. No, 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 no. They're well trained. They're well focused. Okay, well, you enjoy your week in the well, uh, man you. cave next week with the girls and the netball. I will. Well, Hopefully we have two wins this week and three upcoming games next week. Well, if that's the case and all teams win, the man cave is going to be overly utilised, isn't it? I'm going to have to call it a function centre <laughs> as opposed to a man cave. It's a function cave. It'll become a function centre. <laughs> no, very good. I like that, Jeff. Thank all you right. once again for joining uh, Fitz and Chips. It's a Thank shame you so Chips much. Be here, Thank you. So. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you.